Ladies and gentlemen, we present June Whitfield, Wallace Eaton, Robertson Hare, and Frankie Howard. Ah, thank you. Well, here we are again, another week. How are you? Good? Good. No, I'm, listen, I must say, we had a very big response to the first show last week, you know. I've had, I've had letters from all over the place. The gas company, the water board, <laughs> a couple of high purchase firms. My, no, 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 not nasty. Oh, not nasty letters, oh, no. Just relieved to hear I was working again. <laughs> Mind you, these, no, but you know, you laugh, please. No, these, um... <laughs> No, you've been very good so far. But these um, higher purchase people can get a bit umpty, can't they, sometimes? I mean, you've only got to owe them a few bob and they're round banging on the door, aren't they? You feel such a fool having a string vest repossessed. <laughs> in public. There's only one nine owing on it. Of course, normally I pay cash for everything. I think it's best. Lighter flints, newspapers, bus tickets. <laughs> it's the only way, you see. Because the trouble is in this lark, you know, in show business, you have to spend a bit. Because the other night I took a little dolly out and you have to do it properly. So I booked a table near the jukebox. Because I like to no, I like to no, I like to go where I'm known, you know, you get better service and civility. And old Joe was round the counter like lightning with the buying chips. And he Yes, oh yes. And he gave the knives and forks a rub up on his apron and flicked some fag ash out of the mustard and gave the sauce bottle a, a good shake. You know, it was really mmm. Because I tell you something. I don't eat like that in my digs, you know. Don't think I do. Because I never know what I'm having there. Never. Because I've, no, I've got a very crafty landlady. She takes the labels off the tins. But I don't worry. I've got my suspicions. She says it's all very nutritious, full of marrowbone jelly. <laughs> she must think I look a bit simple or something. Uh, well, don't take a vote on it. No, I know one thing. Every time I pass a lamppost, my eyebrow goes up. But she's... <laughs> My eyebrow goes up. You've got a right lot here tonight. But this, no, this landlady, she's so house proud. She has all the beds made by half past seven. What a, what a wrestle it is. Because I don't get up till nine. <laughs> well, she had me out on the landing last Monday, wrapped up in the laundry. And I'm terrified, I'm terrified to take a sleeping pill. I could wind up in the spin dryer. And her husband, cheeky devil, never does a stroke. Oh, he's a cheeky devil. He even complains when his dole money arrives by the second post. Says it makes a bit of a rush to get down to the betting shop. He's hardly helping the country back on his feet, is he? But, you see, I've got to admit, they know how to live it up. Because it's her lolly, of course. But I had to laugh. She came in the other evening wearing a new outfit. Mary Quant wasn't in it. In fact, Mary Quant wouldn't be seen dead in it. We're all out tonight, Mr Howard. Will you keep an eye on Fred's pigeons for us? Don't worry, mate. I shall keep an eye on them. I've had two suits ruined already. Well, we're off to the valley. They've got Les Sylphides on. Les Sylphides? Yes. Les Sylphidides. <laughs> oh, common as muck some people, aren't they? What's more, Mr H, we've got a box. Oh, good. Well, Fred can stand on it. <laughs> Save him going up on his points, won't it? <laughs> Oh, we love the valley, you know. I always think it's so horticultural. God, me. Look, darling, it might be Covent Garden, but it's not a flower show. Anyway, enjoy yourselves. And remind Fred, you don't order pints of bitter in the crush bar. Oh, Tell him that. All right, I'll watch him. Ta-da! Ta-da, love. So she was off, because I had to titter those two at the ballet. God, that's snobbery, of course it is. 
They never bother when it's on telly. She says it clashes with wrestling. That's culture, isn't it? <laughs> Mind you, because you see myself, I like to get out of bed a bit myself. Do you, don't you, hmm. Now, have you noticed? This time of the year, we're inundated with foreign visitors, aren't we? Everywhere we are, there's some here tonight. Everywhere you turn, the saris and turbans and kilts. It's very colourful, isn't it? You might not believe this. I'm, listen, I actually bumped into an Eskimo on the underground. It was a rush hour. He got his harpoon with him. <laughs> I shall never complain about an umbrella again. <laughs> well, at least they're blunt. Because, uh, Miss Sob, I like to make visitors welcome, don't you? Wave the flag a bit. Well, apart from the goodwill, some of them tip very well, you know. Mm, yes, I found Americans do. When you... <laughs> oh, suddenly. You only want to explain that two florins make one pound and you're home and dry. <laughs> now, take the couple I've just shown round London. Typical Americans. Half a dozen cameras, Bermuda shorts, cigar and a crew cut. And that was only the wife. <laughs> oh, she was a funny woman. Well, so that, oh, no, they were, they were touring Europe the usual way, you know, 48 countries in 10 days. <laughs> England was a trip round Hyde Park, a plate of whelks at South End, and a postcard of Anne Hathaway's cottage. <laughs> I bumped into the near King's Cross station, well, just by chance, that it all happened. Oh, oh I, I, I apologise, how clumsy of me. Yes, you think nothing of it, sir. Oh, most kind. Are you passing through? Uh, no, no, no. We're here for all of oh, 12 hours. Oh, God! Yeah. We don't want to miss anything in your great little country. Oh, I shouldn't think there's any fear of that. We're a tight little island. Say, uh, you, you're a Britisher, aren't you? Oh, you spotted it! <laughs> yes! We haven't all emigrated, you know. Actually, I put myself down for the brain drain, but I wasn't taken up. <laughs> oh, good, Warren. I see you found a porter. Yeah. Porter? <laughs> oh, pardon you. I don't work here. I thought this Donovan cat was a mistake. Well, now, well, we do beg your pardon, sir. Granted. Yeah, we should have known. Not another word. We don't want an incident, do we? Uh, uh, <laughs> may I introduce myself? Of I'm, course! I am Warren T. Hackengouge of Houston, Texas. Oh. I've got all my money in oil. Have you? I'm Francis A. Howard of Ealing, Common. <laughs> Mine's in a biscuit tin. Uh, this, uh, this here, uh, this is my wife, Matilda. Hi. Hello. Allow me, um, allow me to welcome you to Britain. Britain, land of hope and Harold Wilson. Uh, for the time being. <laughs> um, fat cottages and these stately homes, and we're all partial to the weed. <laughs> yeah, well, I've heard this city is a swinging big L. Oh, it's all happening here. It's a big, it's a real rave. This is the in-country, all right. And believe me, we're right in it. <laughs> Jim Callahan hasn't got a one-way ticket to South America for nothing. He's no fool. <laughs> now, now, you seem to know the scene. Yes. I, I wonder if you do my wife and I the honour of showing us round. Uh, that is, if you have the time. Oh, yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Delighted. And you couldn't have picked a better guide. Because no. I used to be a beef-eater, you know. Till the price went up. <laughs> Please yourselves. Anyway... <laughs> Well, now, we could start with a few factories. Factories? Yes. At this time of the year, all the pickets are out. <laughs> well, now, of course, we, uh, we wouldn't have you do this just for nothing. Oh, you mustn't. I would oh, but I just don't want to embarrass you. You won't. <laughs> oh, I'm never shy about money. 
especially a lot of it. Yeah, well, now, in that case, uh, how does a hundred dollars sound? Most rustly, yes. You seem to know so much about London, Mr. Howard. Tell me, how did this station come to get its name? King's Cross? I'm glad you asked! <laughs> it dates back to Edward VII, you see. Oh, yes. He was opening the new wash and brush up, and a passing goods truck rang over, ran over his bauble. <laughs> That wasn't that for the spur of the moment, was it? Well, now, come on, Matilda. We don't have a lot of time. We've got to be in Rome by seven, see the Colosseum before it gets dark. Well, they don't hang about, do they? I expect they nip round the Taj Mahal in three minutes, in the front door, out the back. Well, I suggest we start at the Tower of London. Nice little place. Detached, too. Whatever you say. Right, off we go. Taxi. They're not bothered, are they? I'll wave this hundred-dollar bill. Taxi! <laughs> I think they can smell them. <laughs> well, here we are, the Tower of London. And there's been some fun and games here in the past, I can tell you. Sort of holiday camp for Henry VIII. <laughs> Used to play bingo here with his wives. Heads down for a full basket. <laughs> No! Gee, Matilda, how about that piece of fretwork? Fretwork? That's the traitor's gate! No return tickets there. They've got no respect, have they? She thought that crown jewels would make a nice costume set. You know, I really go for this place. Now, tell me, uh, is there any chance of buying it? Well, I don't. I don't think so. I can't see any estate agents' boards anywhere. Mind you, we've flogged practically everything else. It's a pity. Junior has always wanted a toy castle. Oh. You know, this being just about the biggest in Texas. Well, it's not on wheels, you know. And apart from that, it would leave a bit of a gap. This has been with us as almost as long as Mrs. Dale's diary. <laughs> right, so that was the tower. Yeah, I got some movies. Let's go. They really soak themselves in history, don't they? We must have been there, oh, ten minutes. From there, we shot off to the Houses of Parliament, or as I quaintly described it, the Westminster Gasworks. Gas, oh, please yourselves. Oh, I shall pack it in in a minute. England's seat of Parliament, where true democracy was born. A rambling but dignified pile. Oh, Warren, do you know I can almost smell the history? That's the Thames. We're downwind. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised what they chuck in it. You know, I really go for this place. Hello, he's off again. And wants to, he wants to put a deposit on it. Yes, indeed. This will make a great little summer house. Well, let's go then. I shot it in colour. Maybe we could take in an art gallery or two. Right. Taxi! This hundred-dollar bill works like magic, doesn't it? Gee, Warren, this is some art gallery. we got to take some of these. You'd think they were out shopping, and they were too. I had to laugh. Do you know what he did? He bought a couple of Picassos, three Rembrandts, and a Van Gogh. And he wrote, Wish you were here on the backs. <laughs> and sent them on home as postcards. And I felt a bit silly when we went to the zoo. He took it for a pet shop, but I got my own back. I kept the flag flying. When I saw them off at Southampton, old Warren spotted the Queen Mary steaming down the Solent. Ah, now that's really something. Gee. She looks great. Oh. Wow. What a liner. Liner? 
Come in, number 14. <laughs> Your time's up. Let's show them cheeky devils. I can say so. I, uh, yes, Ta. I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people who are brainwashed by advertising. Honestly, I can't help myself. If they said, go to work on a cucumber, I'd be at it. <laughs> oh, I succumb easily. But the one that really got me was the campaign that said, old furniture must go. I fought against it. I kidded myself that mine was all real antique. Well, it isn't a way for early utility. The wardrobe still smells of oranges on a hot day. But the adverts... Come on, then, you're going to, yes. Thank you. The adverts make you feel so guilty, don't they? In the end, I couldn't live with my bits and pieces. I thought, right, flog the lot, get a load of new stuff. So I didn't waste any time. The dealer arrived next morning, the dealer. Mr. Howard? Ah, yes, that's me. You sent for me? Here's my card. Oh, yes, the dealer. Thank you. Nigel Bent. Ah, charming. Anything bought? False teeth, brass beds, sporons. It's hardly Sotheby's, is it? Well, come in. We'll start in here to give you an idea. I see. The lumber room. Lumber room? This is my lounge. I like the casual look. And don't start putting these in that sack yet. Mm, yes, well, you know, you can't call this type of stuff anything but old rubbish. Old rubbish? This is objetty darts. Victoriana. Let's face it, Gav. The whole lot's a bit tatty, isn't it? No, it isn't. It ain't, it ain't never has been, neither. Not off it ain't. Come off it. You have been listening to University Challenge. <laughs> in which the part of Bamber Gascoigne was taken at short notice by Vanessa Redgrave. <laughs> Look, that's no way to talk about a person's home. Every piece holds a memory for me. Look at that chasey long. The back hasn't always been loose, you know. Oh, what happened? Well, the thing is, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, bit, I'm a bit of a dilettante, you see. And one evening after supper, with this charming guest, I dilly when I should have tented. <laughs> oh, she was a sport. What? Ooh. Oh, I'm not without sentiment. I might be able to do something for you. I do a fair trade with some of the hostels for down and outs. You down and out? You must be unhinged. My purple velvet chaise long with some airy great tramps fraud over it, holding a cheese and meth party. <laughs> not on your knapsack. <laughs> Well, as one jet to another. Hello, it started a soft spiel. I think a fair price for the lot would be nine quid, and I'm being very generous. My entire domicile going for nine pounds? Pieces I've cosseted over the years? Nine pounds? Cash. I'll help you load it on the cart. <laughs> Here we are, the Peter Pan Furnishing Company. All on the never-never. Oh, this'll do me. Very contemporaneous. Plastic cocktail cabinets, black leather settees. It's like Napoleon Solo's office. I'll venture in. Ah, good morning, sir. Can I help you? <laughs> well, you may eventually. Um... I'm refurnishing my entire penthouse. 
because I get very pent up in it, you see. I understand, sir. Out with the old and in with the new. Yes, that's right. That advertising campaign did the trick. Now, I better start with some lounge furniture. Ah, of course. Now, I want, I want something to set off the general decor, you see, to blend with the silk Japanese wallpaper, a pale pink ceiling and a vacuna pullover, because I lounge very well. Oh. You know, I, I know just what you have in mind, sir. Now, we do cater for the upper income bracket. Oh, good. That's fine. Now, here, yes. here we have the very latest in lounge suites, imported from Scandinavia, genuine silver birch. Well, I must say it's all very Latvian. How much is it? 400 guineas, sir. 400? How scandalous of the Scandinavians. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I splashed. Oh, I was always new suit. I splashed. On the other hand, sir, we, 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 we do have this little one here. Italian in Rosewood. Are you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. In Rosewood. Yes. Oh, yes. In Rosewood. Yes. Yes. Oh, this is rather comfy. It's very... Very dolce vita, yes. isn't it? That comes out at 300 guineas. Does it? Well, it can go back in again, then. <laughs> well, as you wish, sir. Now, now, one here, one here. Oh, very popular line. French in satin wood. Oh, how much? Just 250. Haven't you got any national pride? Haven't you got a bit of British three-ply? About 18 quid? All this foreign stuff? British is in the basement. I know why. You're ashamed of it, aren't you? Well, never mind. I shall want some curtaining and a bedroom suite. Ah, well, in that case, sir, I'll hand you over to our Miss Leanwell. Oh, does she? Oh. <laughs> Miss Leanwell, if you please. Oh, things are improving. Good morning. Oh, good morning. What can I do for you? Oh, far more than he can, that's for sure. <laughs> Try as he might. No... No, I'm just shopping around. I would like to see something in bedding. Mm, of course. Shall I lead the way? Do. Mm. I've got quite a range. Mm, I can see that. And may I say, I'm always at home on the range. You can call me Stella. About what time? I mean, oh... You madcap! Now, shall we try a few mattresses together? Well, <laughs> well, I suppose we could have a bit of a bounce up and down, <laughs> test a few springs. Now, this one here mm. comes complete with headboard and bedside lamps. Does it? <laughs> well, you can always turn them out, can't you? You mean like this? Mm-hmm. Stella, what a lovely sales line you've got. Well, thank you. One mustn't disappoint a customer. Oh, I'm far from disappointed. Tell me, do you uh, deliver? <laughs> Every Wednesday and Saturday. Oh, she's a sport. Oh, she's a sport. Ah, I do hope you found what you wanted, sir. Well, you could put it that way, yes. Now, I'll take all this and one of the lounge suites in the basement. And uh, thank you, Stella, for the benefit of your experience. Farewell. Arrivederci. Ooh, as dirty as you like. <laughs> and do pop in again. Oh, I will. For some very late night shopping. <laughs> oh, you mad fool, Francis! <laughs>
Now, right, sir, your full name and address for delivery. Well, yes, I could, if I can have the slot by about six this evening, I can get settled in. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, a giggle box. clock tonight. You're being rather precipitous. Precipitous? What do you mean? It means jumping the gun. I know what the word means. What do you mean? Well, it's just this, though. You see, since the tele-advertising campaign got underway, we've been flooded out with orders. So? Well, delivery on furniture in this area is at least three months. Three months? My place is bare. I've been, I've been hoodwinked, taken in, conned. That is the best we can do. What do I do now, then? Sleep on bare boards? Get splinters up me pyjama jacket? It's not good enough. There is nothing I can do, sir. You see, they leave you high and dry, don't they? I'm glad it wasn't a campaign on the telly for getting rid of old clothes. I'd have been a very chilly Francis by now. What? Yes, thank you. Well, tell me, how do you get on with your neighbours? I'm not being nosy, because I've just had a, a, a bit of a barney with mine, no, recently. Well, mind you, they're a nice enough old couple. He's retired. Well, actually, he was made redundant. It was a few years ago when they scrapped the trams. Because, you know, he, no, he, he drove one, you see. But they tried him on buses, but it didn't work. Because he, he forgot to turn at the corners. <laughs> I took, I took, well, you see, wasn't you see? So, um, I took giggle to myself, I took giggle to myself the other morning. I happened to overhear them. Well, I wouldn't have done, but I was leaning out of the window. <laughs> but you should have been there. Goodbye, Lovekins. Your own little Reggie will be back as soon as he can. Do take care, Reggie Wedgie. Mummy's going to miss you. Remember, dear, don't answer the door to strangers. Reggie doesn't want you carried off. <laughs> you see, he's only popping out for his pension. <laughs> Mine is a nice little chap in his own way, but she's a nosy one. Do you know there's a two-inch knot hole missing in my fence? I've only got to do a spot of sunbathing and her beady eyes there. I'd bung it up, but every so often her niece comes to stay. Mm, you're right. Oh, she is. Nice little piece. Oh, I find her Swedish exercises a joy to behold. Well, I mean, she's such a big girl. And when she bounces, oh! Oh, it's, it's ruined me polyanthuses. Well, you see, being tall, I have to kneel down to peek through the, the, you see? It's only a little garden I've got, but in the summer I like to potter about out there. Or the bike. Slap some whitewash on the back wall, have a general tidy up. And it's not easy, you know, living in the last house on the road. It's the dustmen. If their carts moved up the road ahead, they don't bother to catch it up with the rubbish. See? We get it. Straight over the fence. Very nice. Tea leaves, cabbage stalks, last Sunday's joint fish heads. Well, you feel such a fool sitting, sitting in a deck chair wearing a gas mask. Anyway, last Sunday was a nice sunny day with quite a breeze. So I thought I'd get a good bonfire going. I soaked a few old rags in petrol and up it went. And that's how the row started with Reggie and Lovikins. <laughs> Good heavens, Howard! Oh, what on earth do you think you're doing with that smoke? What do you think I'm doing? Having a long-distance chat with Sitting Bull? <laughs> it's a bonfire. Do you have to ruin the weekend? For your information, we are trying to have a tea party on the lawn with friends. <laughs> Everything's getting very smutty. Everything's what? Everything is getting very smutty. Well, they're your friends. <laughs> I can't help it if they like filthy stories, can I? Have a care. I'm referring to that obnoxious bonfire. Just look at my shirt. No consideration for other people. It's disgusting. Kindly put it out. Well, I mean, just lit it. It's going a treat. 
Now, now, you're being difficult, you, you overgrown delinquent. How dare you, you toffee-nosed half-pint. <laughs> Just for that, I'll sling some more cabbage stalks on. That's better. Smells like an Indian restaurant now. You're nothing more than a menace. Menace? You can talk. What about that motor mower of yours? It's like living next door to Brands Hatch. <laughs> it's so sordid, isn't it? These back garden slanging matches. I was never brought up to this. Now look here, Ringo. Don't argue, my dear. He's nothing but a ruffian. Oh, I see. Not so much as a ruffian, you lavender-laced old bag. <gasps> Reginald, you heard that? Do something. Don't worry, dear. I've dealt with this type before. Now, sir, for the last time, are you going to put that wretched bonfire out, or shall I call the authorities? Don't you threaten me. I'm a rent payer, you know. I've got the final demands to prove it. People like you nearly, merely lower the tone of the neighbourhood. Some tone. Look at it, old washing and potting sheds. Oh, Reginald, that bonfire, I'm sure it's getting out of control. For goodness sake, Howard, do something. It's like a furnace. It's already toasting our cucumber sandwiches. Well, that's a novelty anyway. Oh, oh Reginald. Reginald, I'm sure it's getting bigger. I'm going to ring for the fire brigade. It's becoming far too dangerous. Oh, you go, dear. I'll keep an eye on it. If you want some more tea, I can brew it up in no time. You madman. Look at my nose, melting in the heat, and my hammock smoldering. Oh, they were quick. Still putting their trousers on. Right, men, over here, number one and two houses. Wait, wait a minute. All those hoses to put a bonfire out, what you after promotion? Well, pay down, sir. Do you hear? Unhand me. What's he giving Reggie a fireman's lift for? Doesn't want to go anywhere? Ah, it's all good practice, sir. You see, the lads haven't been out for a couple of weeks. All they've had is a cat up a tree and an old lady locked in. <laughs> Did anyone know she was there? Well, I didn't send for them. They've gone mad. Boynus, what are you doing with that axe? I'm getting through the garden gate, sir. But it's already open. Oh, I am sorry, sir. You see, I got carried away. Yes, you did. All it's good for now is firewood. But now keep calm, everybody. Keep calm and don't panic. Ah, the turntable let us arrive. You, ju you ju just hold my hose, sir. You hold your own hose. <laughs> oh, I've got it now. I've got it now. Oh, look at it wriggling about. Uh -huh. It's a... Well, it's alive! It's got a will of its own. I can't control the blooming thing. Help! Help! Oh dear, poor Reggie. I've got him pinned to the wall. You're rolling, my Reggie. Move that hose! Well, I'm doing Move what I can. I'll swing it about a bit. Oh, not too far. He's going right through. Ah! Alone's window. I hope that budgie can swim. <laughs> Well, hop onto the table. It'll make a good raft. It floats beautifully. Everything's under control, sir. Now, no, no panic. Keep calm. Keep Look, I hardly think we need a turntable ladder for a semi-detached. <laughs> We've got to try everything, sir. Now, just keep calm. Oh, dear. I feel quite pain. Time to sit down. Well, don't sit on that thing, you old fool. Too late. Uh, uh, He's get... gone up on the ladder now. Uh, get me down. Get me down. I bet he's got a lovely view up there. Better than the post office tower. I'll get him down, sir. I'll lower the turntable. Oh, 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 oh. oh, that's clever. Now you've got him hanging round the chimney. Oh, Reggie. My Reggie. What are they doing to you? Well, for me, he looks like a very early Father Christmas. <laughs> Don't worry, sir. We'll soon have him down. Leave everything to us, and then we'll be going. 
What a shambles. Look at it, my home. Looks like a fully furnished swimming pool. Look at my home. It'll never be the same again. How am I ever going to dry it out? Well, don't worry, love. Don't worry. Go with all this wood about. I've got the answer. We'll start a bonfire. Oh, firebug Francis. Oh, no, For the last 30 minutes, you've been with June Whitfield, Wallace Eaton, Robertson Hare, and Frankie Howard. The script was by Charles Hart and Peter Bishop. The show produced by Bill Worsley.